for the May 2nd, 2014 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And of course, our little doggy. There he is. Muller. Muller. M-A-H-L-E-R. Yes. For those of you listening at home. That's you know, right. uh, speaking of Mahler, good yes. boy. Yes, he and I came up with a with an idea yeah. for the show. Okay, and uh, don't mm-hmm. you don't you answer? I, these are for the people listening at home. My lips are sealed. I, we are going to have a pop news question Ooh. segment Ooh. for the show. Nice. So, and I'm going so, to try so it out right now on the listeners. L- little uh, listener participation, a little give yeah, and take, a Q and A. There we go. Okay, and while good. they're listening and yeah. thinking about this, they can uh, be calling uh, 949-824-5824 for our fund drive. Okay. Yeah. Pledging, pledging lots of money. Lots of money. Okay, but first, yes. let's answer some questions. Okay. Okay, what country now has a law in the books that declares homosexuality punishable by death? Okay, question. That's a good one. All right. Yeah. But we should know these things, right? You listen. Okay. You listen. Yeah, you're, if you if, listen to Weekly Signals, you know the answer. If you're, if you're even uh, promoting mm-hmm. gay rights, you could be stoned. Mm. It's, it's a legal thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. Even, I believe, even to country, be seen with someone who, yeah, is, and, is and, not, by and, and not reporting them, yeah. you can be. Uh, not reporting them, exactly. Yes. Okay, here's a second okay, question okay, on okay. our uh, weekly signals yeah. pop news questions. Mm-hmm. What country is attempting to find 230 schoolgirls who were abducted by an Islamist militant group? Mm, that's a good one. That's another one. You should know that, though. Everyone uh, should know yeah, that. That's right. That's you a very important question. Signals, People should know you that know you don't know the that. answer. Okay, that's and right. this is the third and final question. Mm-hmm. Might be the toughest of all because okay. it's very obscure. Right. I don't know why anybody would even I, bother. Oh. Learning this, okay. you know. Right. What is the name of the National Basketball Association team owner who instructed his girlfriend not to be seen with minorities? Oh, that's a good one. Now, see, the point is, Mike, you were, you were, you you know this. Yeah. But I don't think you you might not know the first two, and that's because news sucks in general. <laughs> this is true. The Los Angeles Times front page yeah. above the fold, screaming banner, yeah. banned for life. <laughs> <laughs> for this 80-year-old yeah. dried-up prune who's going to pass away soon enough anyway. Yeah. And banned for life. Banned for you life. know, if Obama is assassinated, I don't know where they'd find type <laughs> bigger than the one that they used to announce that Donald Sterling was banned from life yeah. from the National Basketball Association. Yeah. Who gives a frack, really? Well, and, you know, really, at the end of the day, for what we know of the owners of professional sports, what a shock that an owner of a professional sports uh, uh, team is a has a plantation mentality. Wow, really? Isn't that is a such a stunning mentality? thing. We have come a long way, Mike. Uh, They'd be yeah. stringing up yeah. African-Americans 50 years ago. Yeah. Now they're paying them yeah, that's $5 right. million dollars a year, <laughs> and the owner of the team, all he says is calls them minorities and says something actually pretty factual for an 80-year-old uh, owner. He calls them poor black boys, uh, which for an 80-year-old man, they are boys, and yeah. and they are, and they were poor. Yeah. So, I mean, the only thing that's up for grabs is are they black? Well, he, I, did, he did. And I don't even want to get yeah, into right, this. Right, the right, point right, is, right. is that we're paying too much time on this. Meanwhile, there are places in the world where you can be Murdered, for, where you can, yeah. I mean, it is murdered. Yeah, it's, it's uh, murdered. Yeah, executed right. yeah. for being homosexual, right. and 
Meanwhile, there's 230 young children who were abducted by a militant group. We don't know where they are. Right. They're probably going to go into be the sex, sex slaves slave and yeah, or or turn into soldiers to yeah. go out and shoot other kids. Essentially, uh, I have one more question. And to we're add. upset. Hey, you know, if the rest of the NBA is so upset about this, if Chris Paul and and the rest of those guys, if Doc Rivers is so upset, then hand over the dirty money. You know, the the money that's tainted by this bigot that you think you're speaking to give it to give it to uh, help find the 230 schoolgirls if you're so concerned about the world and the fairness and and uh, justice Jeez. okay let me true oh uh, come uh, on oh can i add one more question to this quiz the number of the KUCI lo- number for calling in to donate money that number again no no, no 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 oh, it's really? it's their quiz <laughs> it's part of the quiz you've heard it Okay. It's not a quiz. They better know it by now. 949-824-5824. And in news that may be helpful to Donald Sterling, tracing your DNA was was formed over a thousand years ago. Is now possible. You can trace your DNA. A thousand years ago. A thousand years ago. That's a new technique developed by some international scientists, some California guys, some English guys got together. Previously, scientists have only been able to locate where your DNA was formed to within 700 kilometers, which in Europe is like across many countries. Right. But now they can get it down to actually a... uh, the right geographic region, down to the village or an island. Yeah. Wow. 98% successful by DNA. Wow. That's amazing. That's crazy, huh? A thousand years ago. A thousand years ago. Uh So that would have been... That would have been the... Well, what we call the Middle Ages. Be even... Wow. Okay. That's amazing. Do you mean like... 30 years old to 50 years old? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Something like Attacks that. Attacks in Iraq killed 57 people on Monday as okay. soldiers and police went to the polls for nationwide elections. Mm-hmm. Iraq's first since the U.S. withdrawal of uh, troops. Uh-huh. Iraq's electoral commission said that there was a 60% turnout for the ballot. That's pretty that's good. That's a decent turnout. Yeah, 22 million Iraqis were eligible to vote with a choice of more than 9,000 candidates. That doesn't mean... Each person had a ballot with 9,000 candidates <laughs> on it. There were candidates in all sorts of little yeah. municipalities right. and towns, and it's a, it's a big deal for them. They're electing folk. They're, they're, they're all, I believe that uh, the Prime Minister Maliki is on that ballot as yeah. well. And so. the returns are kind of dribbling in, so we yeah, don't the, really have anything to report so far, right. as far as I know. I was the, looking this morning. Elections around the world are very different than the United States. We, we have like six hours to vote, something. I mean, 12, what is it, 12 hours to vote, basically? On one day, I think it's in the middle of the week, three minutes. We have one day in the middle of the week to to twenty twelve hours in in the middle of the week to vote. That's yeah. this country's tradition. Yeah, India they have like a month. I think in Iraq they've got two three weeks to yeah. to vote. Okay. This is it's nuts. Oh, that is nuts. I I think the fact that we have such a restricted time frame to vote is nuts. I do. Why isn't it on a Saturday? Friday and Saturday. Well, I would appreciate it if it was on a, on a, uh, a two-day stretch. Yeah. Friday, Saturday sounds yeah. good to me. Yeah. And even just make it Friday evening to Saturday night. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, that way, you get home from work, yeah. you got a lot of time. Right. Exactly. Dozens of people have died in the latest violence across Syria. On Wednesday, at least 18 people were killed when government forces bombed a school in the northern city of Aleppo. I say that name a lot. Yes. A lot of things are going on, and, and I wouldn't want to live there. No. That's, that's, Activists that's, say that's, most of the victims were children. The Aleppo bombing, is a hot spot. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. And also Homs. 
Homs and Aleppo yeah. are the two, I believe, the areas of Syria where they're the rebels are considered to be strongest. Yeah. And that's why. More than 100 people, by the way, died in Homs in car bombings. Oh. Yeah. An Egyptian court banned the April 6th movement. This is not good. Oh, yes. I know yeah. what you're yes, That's yes, the yes. pro-democracy group that played a key role in the popular uprising that ousted Hosni Mubarak in 2011. The group said it would defy the ban. That would be uh, the April 6th movement said it would defy the ban on its activities. And the ban came the same day as an Egyptian judge sentenced 683 people to death. You remember, we've been following this right. thing. They actually had a nine-month-old baby in the courtroom. It's charged. Right. They finally Char dismissed yes. those yes. charges. Yes, charged with the mur he was going to be murder, murder. of yeah. a police officer yeah. uh, who happened to die in this crowd, in this protest. In a demonstration. Yeah, right. in a demonstration. And they also uh, sentenced to death, uh, including in the 683, were, was the uh, spiritual leader of the Muslim Brotherhood, Muhammad Badi. What, what I'd want, what I'd want to know is, did they actually, did they actually have evidence uh, and the, a suspect? In the actual killing of that police officer, right? I, I assume they there's got to be. Oh, they're they're just charging because everyone was there. People can appeal this. That's the thing. They're just trying to scare the crap out of a lot of people, I right. believe. Right. And there'll probably be some executions. I I can't imagine. Th by the way, that's 683 the put to death. Well, I mean, you're right. I can't imagine it yeah. either. But this is the same judge who sentenced the 500 people before. There's been this. The major trial you were just uh, talking about before, where four or five hundred people were were uh, given the death penalty, and now this group of six hundred and something. So there's over a thousand people that have been sentenced to death by this one judge over this one incident. Engineers have successfully grown for the first time fully functional human cartilage in vitro from human stem cells derived from bone marrow tissue. Oh my God. Their study demonstrates new ways to better mimic the enormous complexity of tissue development, regeneration, and disease. So, you know, that's a good deal. Yeah, that's so outstanding. That Happy news. That is good news. Ukraine. Let's go there. Okay. Okay, it's kind of confusing over there right now. The government, Ukrainian government, says it lost control of the uh, pro-Russian separatists. And uh, as they continue to expand and go out. But and on Wednesday, Ukraine's acting president, Alexander Turchinov, mm -hmm. blamed what he called inactivity, helplessness, and even criminal betrayal among Ukrainian forces in the east. Ukrainian security forces resumed an anti-separist operation near Slavinesk. Yes. A district center in the eastern part of the country that had been seized by armed pro-Russian gunmen in April. Nine separatist checkpoints were stormed and captured on the outskirts of uh, Slovenask. 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 Yes. That number again, 924-824-5824. See if I can say that right. I can say Slovenyanks, right. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Slovenyanks. Slovenyanks, the town was tightly surrounded by government troops. And this, according to Minister Arnsen Avakov, mm -hmm. who wrote it in his Facebook account. Mm -hmm. That's how we found out about this. Yeah, it just I just got a, We're this friends. morning. Yeah. This morning I got word of the, the and the, the Russians are characterizing yeah. this attack, this uh, essentially retaking of mm -hmm. Ukrainian um, territory by Ukrainian forces. Uh, the Russians are characterizing this as the final hope of peace ended with this deadly, what they call deadly Ukrainian 
offensive. So uh, that doesn't bode well. Apparently, by all accounts, uh, the Russians have somewhere between 40 and 50,000 troops um, uh, along the Ukrainian uh, eastern border. Uh, And the other thing that we we should bring up when we're talking about Ukraine and Russia is the Ukrainians are planning on a May 25th uh, referendum. All of the Ukrainian people will have the opportunity to vote uh, essentially legitimize the current government. That's what this is about. And what I've been hearing and reading is, is that the Russians are absolutely, absolutely dead set against this happening. So the chances are that the Russians will, if they're going to invade, they will invade before May 25th. So just keep an eye on that. Mark your calendars. Yeah. yeah. That's the the United States signed a deal to revive its military presence in the Philippines over 20 years after being forced to leave its bases. Mm -hmm. Under the 10-year agreement, U.S. forces, warships, and fighter jets will be stationed on Filipino territory for training and exercises. The Philippines was a U.S. colony from 1898 to 1946, Mm -hmm. and the U.S. maintained bases until popular protests forced their ouster in 1992. A little trivia for you. You remember the name of the bases in the Philippines? I I remember them for some stupid reason. Well, go ahead. Subic Bay. Uh Uh-huh. And Clark, and when those why, were, do, why are you? No, I just why I, am I, I knowing I, this I, now? Just, I am Rain Man right now. Uh, no, and the reason I'm bringing it up is because these were gigantic bases, oh, yeah. and they were that very was critical, very strategic. Yes, in World War very, II. very critical. Yeah. And the fact that the U.S. walked away from them was a big deal. Yeah. Uh, in a signing ceremony, U.S. Ambassador Philip Goldberg said the U.S. does not intend to reestablish permanent bases. Okay. Yeah. We'll see about that. Mm. The U.S. failed to meet Tuesday's self-imposed deadline for a framework accord on a peace deal deal between Israel and Palestinian authorities. Right. The talks had repeatedly broken down over Israel's refusal to halt settlement construction in the occupied West Bank. A new report from the Israeli group Peace Now says the Irvine company... No, wait a second. Right, I got the wrong thing. You here. did. Yeah. You kind of. Strike that. Strike Israel that. has laid plans for building nearly 14,000 settlement homes since resuming talks with the Palestinian Authority. You, you confused July. two organizations that are obsessed with, uh, with taking territory yeah. and developing yeah. their property. I don't know. I'm just yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. My but, mistake. By the way, John Kerry, I don't know if Secretary of uh, State, got into a lot of trouble. I don't think it was the wrong thing to say, but a lot of trouble in Congress and uh, with the Israelis by saying that Israel runs the risk of becoming an apartheid state given uh, the uh, the balkanization of the Palestinians and very, very increasingly... What do you mean, less- runs the risk? They're well, already they're, yeah, an apartheid is, state. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, runs the risk of being a, considered and in practice a, uh, an apartheid state based on yeah. the behavior of their government in relation to the Palestinians and... Um, a lot of people were screaming that this was the wrong thing for him to say. It may have been a slight overstatement. I don't even think it was, but it may have been. Uh, but the the concept is correct. I believe that they Israel is is determined to balkanize the Palestinians out of existence. At a celebration prior to the joint canonization of Pope John the Twenty Third and Pope John the Fiftieth. Oh yeah. An Italian man was crushed by a 98-foot-tall crucifix. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's not a good sign. No. Uh -uh. No, no. 
So this was this big celebration. But I want to know what he was doing with a 98-foot-tall crucifix. So was he carrying it, and it just uh, yeah, fell I, on him? Yeah, and I guess so. Well, this was I'm the thing. Well, no, I don't know. I yeah, don't know how it this was the, it's, They it's, called it the Four Popes or something, the event of the Four Popes. You had the two that are uh -huh. alive that were there. Ratzinger. I know that's not his. What was his Pope name? Ratzinger. Wow, this is silly. And then, and then the, the new Pope, show. Pope Francis, were there. And then they had, the, they had these Popes. Why don't they just canonize like 10 popes and then they could set a world record <laughs> why, why are we all amazed the you know? guinness the, book the, of yeah. pope canonization yeah. belongs to yes they'll yeah. they will hold the record please, forever please. on that one yeah and now I don't in know. news similar yeah. to, to yeah. uh yes to, what's the name of that clipper uh, owner donald sterling it's similar to that but much more funny yeah our Rob Ford report. No, oh, In Canada, Toronto Mayor Rob Ford is taking a leave of absence after a new video emerged of him smoking crack mm -hmm. out of a uh, metal pipe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, the tape comes nearly a year after news first broke of an initial video of Ford smoking crack yeah. out of a metal pipe. Yeah. Huh. He later admitted to drug use back then, but didn't step down. You remember this. He's yeah. still running for mayor after he smoked crack. Mm -hmm. Ford said he is taking a leave from campaigning right now to receive treatment for a substance abuse uh, during the middle of a campaign. I don't know if that sets a record. You know, talk about Guinness Book of Records. Yeah. How many times you've smoked crack during a mayoral? Uh, well, yeah, he's well, although he's, in uh, the he's a contender. Yeah. He's certainly a contender <laughs> for that. That that. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. I I'm. Uh, the fact that he's still running for mayor is just yeah. beyond amazing to me. I, I don't even understand how that is, is credible, but he is. Yeah, apparently they, they released a tape. I, yeah. You know, and this is one of those things, too. I don't know. I don't like all these released tapes of people saying things in private. I really don't. I'm sorry, but, you know, unless it's extraordinarily revealing, he made lewd comments about one of his female opponents. Who hasn't done that? I've made lewd, <laughs> co I've made lewd comments about all my opponents, you know? <laughs> Even if even if I do a pickup basketball game, yeah. I'm making lewd comments yeah. about my opponents. Yeah. Well, it goes back to this expectation of privacy, right? I uh, let, that's and a long discussion. Remarks too. Uh, yeah, I, I've heard just about those uh, everybody about make homosexual remarks in private about other people. About other people, right. and it's it's and, and and also heterosexual remarks, all sorts of crazy remarks. It's just human nature uh, yeah. in, in private, unless this is some policy he has where, where he's saying that, you know, this woman is indeed a whore. Who, who, why, why are we why are we even, uh, you know, listening? It's it's our sin, as far as I'm concerned, to be peering into their lives. And I'm I'm a bad boy. Uh, well, bad. Yeah. Nathan. <laughs> Nathan. I, I agree with you on this. Uh, this revelation, these private revelations. I do. But I'll just say, because I don't agree with you on some of the other things you said, and that is once the toothpaste is out of the tube, yeah. it, it, for whatever reason, it's part of a discussion that's difficult not to have, okay? Whether or not I agree that what so the I'm woman did with boy, Sterling was the saying? right thing to do, she claims she didn't release no, these. There's, there's, too much, there's too much emphasis on it. That's my point. Okay. If you want to talk about it, talk about it. But the, the idea that yeah. people are spending news time talking about uh, that 
while there are some serious things going on in the world, disgusts me. It's it is it is truly a comment on society that is yeah. so obsessed with the most salacious things that we can we can we can talk about. I agree with you. Well, a guy who has a pattern of discriminatory racial behavior, and and we and he he defends himself in court and says he isn't. Then we hear his private thoughts. It's hard not to have a discussion. Yeah. It's hard not to to talk about it. So on that, I'm with you. Yeah. It is awful the way we just just salivate over this crap. Yeah. I agree, but I, I think well, it's not only that. It's the self righteousness of the people who are in power who use this as a kind of look. I'm a good man now. Yeah, because I call down, you know, an, an idiot like Donald Sterling. Well, you know, if you're really a good man, then then. Use some of your money for good instead of, uh, you know, locking out people from watching ba- baseball games and, 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 and you know, contr- you know, like, know, don't be Magic Johnson on me here. Don't, on one hand, call out bigotry and, on the other hand, you know, really have a classist attitude toward, toward people who want to uh, share your product. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. There, this is reminds me of uh, of Belt Mel Brooks in Blazing Saddles when he turns when they when he's signing the bill and they're harumphing. And I didn't get a harumph out of that guy, right? I mean, yeah. this is what's going on, right? Now. A lot of people are harumphing, and and it is a it's a false yes, yeah, and Mahler. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. thank you, Mahler. Thank you. He's harumphing. He's harumphing. Yeah. I yeah. So I I just feel like the the it's out of the it's out of the. The, the barn and and that horse is running around we're talking about it i think in some level it makes you know we have yeah. to we have to I'm, especially I'm, in light I'm, of the fact that <laughs> you turn on yes all right Mueller, i get it i hear you but especially in light that's of the enough. fact that that's conservative enough. republicans Secret keep stuff. talking Secret about stuff. racism is dead Secret. that's that that's in part of the discussion you want to get into that again no i just want to say when when all of a sudden you know, the zeitgeist racism is isn't. racism is a power oh, that's so 2010 but you know it's about classes it is it has I, nothing yeah. to do with racism yeah, yeah. a black man shows up with a billion dollars he gets in yeah okay you're right but that's it. Well, End of that's, story. that's part I mean, of it. That's it. That's okay. All right. That's all right. Let's move on. Secret stuff. Secret stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's more like it. Concerns are growing among Western intelligence services that Syria still has significant and undeclared arsenal of chemical weapons, including crude chlorine-filled bombs, secret stockpiles of sophisticated nerve gases or their components, and the scientific know-how to rebuild a large-scale, higher-grade chemical weapons effort once the Bashar al-Assad regime has escaped the international spotlight. Mm-hmm. So they're being secret about this. They are. Well, I don't blame also them. Also in secret stuff, another high-level EPA staffer has been caught up in the John Beale CIA impersonator scandal. You remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beth Craig approved fraudulent time and travel vouchers for Beale for a decade, oh, costing the federal government one hundred, almost $185,000, according to an Inspector General report. Craig, Director of Climate Protection Partnerships at the Office of Air and Radiation, Office of Air and Radiation, I've wow. never heard or, of such or a thing. Yeah. approved unwarranted time and expenses for agency policy advisor John C. Beal, who masqueraded as a CIA agent to steal a total of $900,000 yeah. in government pay, bonuses, and expenses. Wow. Beal's uh, spending 32 months in prison. Also in secret stuff, it was reported that from 2009 to 2013, the NSA went to the secretive United States Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court 8,000 
164 times asking for legal permission to conduct electronic or physical surveillance. How many times were they turned down, Nathan? Once. Thank you. That sure seems normal. Yeah. Why even have the court? <laughs> Why? <laughs> really? They, I think they just, the, probably, I'm guessing, the one time they turned it down, they didn't want it to be that they never turned them down. I, they yeah. probably uh, had it in their yeah. mind. It was a weak, it was a weak it's ass like case. Clarence Thomas and they talking said, once at the Supreme Court. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. He, I think he told a joke. Yeah. That was the weird thing yeah. about that. But uh, No but, one's going to say I never spoke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nobody's going to be able to say we didn't, you know, turn them down. Why? Remember that one time when Bobby came here and we... And we talked, and we turned him down. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What is it, Mahler? Yeah, I know. What is it? What is it? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 the fun drive, the fun drive. Okay. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's 8.30 now. Yeah. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. And we're in the midst of a fun drive. Yes, we we're, are. We're, we were going to shut down today. We're going to carry it through the weekend. Mm-hmm. And for a uh, uh, oh yeah. just a pledge of thirty five dollars right here in front you can of me. have a nice KUCI mug. It's quite fancy. It is beautiful. I like it. Yeah. A little sticker. Yeah. You can be called a KUCI supporter, and I will hug you personally. If you would like it, give me a ring, and I will. Uh, oh. You know, not a, not any sort of you know there. embracing, just a hug. Oh, a hug. Okay. A straight hug. Uh, is it a bro hug where you kind? Of, it's kind of a side. Shouldered, you know, my left shoulder, your right shoulder, kind of thing. Yeah, is that it's is more it, of a family? Is it hug. okay? That's because not, okay. they'll be part of the family if they call 949-824-5824. All right, hundred dollar pledge. What yeah. do they get, Mike? For a hundred dollars, well, yeah. they get they're they're we call them a KUCI sustainer. Wow, and for that hundred dollars, you get a lot of stuff. You get four items you can get t shirts and CDs, maybe even some concert tickets. I think those are in the mix. Yeah, a, a lot of stuff, and the mug, and the mug, and and a bro hug from me. A bro hug from yeah, you. Yeah, and a bro hug from me. Oh, yeah. Right. So, and and if they want to, yeah, give two hundred dollars, a hundred dollars for all that stuff, really that good would stuff. Be nice. That would be nice. Uh, two hundred dollars. Uh, they get eight items, and I swear to God, they can be a co-host on on Film School. Really? Yeah, for that wow. kind of money. Uh huh. And they'll get more than a hug, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, I shouldn't. Well, say that. you shouldn't say that, Mike. No, because I shouldn't then they say won't that. want to yeah, get two hundred dollars. Yeah, 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 that's true. That will. But that's going to kill it off. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. They'll get to see the man behind the mic. The, the man behind the curtain. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that's uh, the that main number again, 949-824-5824. And if you're um, numerically challenged, mm-hmm. that would be 949. You have to get 949 no matter what. Right. UCI, right. KUCI. Right. You just have to deal with the 949, but yeah. it's UCI, KUCI. Yeah. So yeah. that is it. We are we are in the fun drive. We are, uh, we're loving every minute of it. Yeah. The lovely and talented Claudia is standing by to take your phone call. And she, and, oh, I'm telling you, she's got a voice. That girl's got a voice on her. Wow. So, yeah. So yeah. Uh, she will. You know, <laughs> hey, yeah. hey there. Hey there. Mahler. Yeah, look out. Mahler's growling. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he wants to talk about his favorite part of the show, drones. Oh, I love the drones. Yeah, drones in the news, yeah. Mahler. Come on, Mahler. Come on, Mahler. I know you. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> the U.S. stripped a provision from a key intelligence bill that would have required President Obama to publicly disclose the number of people killed by drone strikes. And he won't do it. No. No, it won't do it. The move reportedly came at the behest of a director of the director. That's sad. National Intelligence. James Clapper. Who suggested it could deter- undermine operations. Of course he did. He, they just they just want they're just control freaks over there. The provision would have required Obama to report the number of civilian and combatants killed or injured in drone strikes. 
And also, uh, Diane Feinstein uh, agreed to drop it. That's what really kind of. I get it, Mike. I drone strike. Yeah. Drone strike on. Drone strike off. Yeah. Uh, you know that—that's that's that, that's, I know that's enough. Uh, yeah. James, James Clapper, professional liar, right? Yeah. Just let's well, be clear. Yeah, he's yeah. a professional liar. That's what they do at the yeah, CIA. That's, that's what they do. And the NSA. And, and he said, and well, I don't know what you're talking about." Didn't Obama say there's there's like five people that weren't the bad guys, or some ridiculously small number of people that they're claiming were collateral damage? That it's simply within drone strikes. With, by drone strikes, yeah. and it's ridiculously way off. They're saying. Uh, I think uh, most credible reports put it at two to four thousand people have been killed by drone strikes, and the percentage of them that were collateral damage is fairly high in that. So, also in drones in the news, storm chaser and videographer Brian Mfinger used a drone to capture stunning video documenting the aftermath of a tornado that ripped through Kansas. So he was up there with his drone. Yeah. The, the tornado was going through, mm-hmm. and uh, the FAA is after him because it was illegal. It was unauthorized. It has to, it, it has to be a hobby drone. Oh. If you have it for commercial purposes, you need uh, clearance, and he didn't have clearance. Oh. But in the middle of a tornado, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. Well, did he gather, you said spectacular photos. Yeah. I would assume there's some scientific uh, value in what he did. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. Also in Drones in the News, amid the raging national debate over drones, you know how that goes, infringing on privacy, some at University of Minnesota professors are pushing for heavier use in agriculture. We've talked about yes. this before. Good idea. And it's great. They're getting a half million dollar grant to... Uh, fund a new precision agriculture research program. That's what's so ridiculous about this discussion. A half a million dollars sounds like a lot of money, and it's for a purpose that I assume it will end up being very good for all of us. Yeah. Monitoring the crops, seeing what's going on with them and all that stuff. That is absolute. That's lunch money for the the guys who who make the the drones that are killing people all yeah. anywhere in the world. So that's that's the sprinkler system for a green belt in Irvine. <laughs> yeah. is what it is. Yeah, I'm not that's kidding. right. No, I'm I, not you're kidding. right. Yeah, absolutely right. So by the way, uh, I happen to work for an organization where we uh, actually had a field test of a drone just this yeah. week. They brought one into the headquarters, yeah. and they tested it. I didn't know this. In order for a drone to fly, it has to acquire at least one, two to three satellite signals so it knows its bearings, which is interesting in and of itself. And they were flying around the courtyard, and it crashed. So I'm sorry, but yeah. it did. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't a good idea. So, uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I'm sorry. It was, it was not armed, fortunately, but it yeah. did crash. Yeah. Supreme Court news. Yeah. We like to talk about them. The U.S. Supreme Court upheld an amendment to Michigan's constitution that bans the consideration of race in admission decisions at the state's public universities. Mm -hmm. In the controlling opinion for uh, Chouette versus the Coalition to Defend Affirmative Action, Mm -hmm. Justice Anthony Kennedy declared that such policies, whose adoption in some states has been followed by increases in the gap between minority enrollment at major public universities and minority college-age population, do not entail intentional discrimination. Oh, well, there you go. And are therefore constitutionally permissible. Mm -hmm. In other words, if you don't intend to, and you just do it accidentally. You just accidentally. eh, Who cares? In a dissent longer than the four affirming opinions combined. You know what I'm saying here? Yeah. Was it Kagan? Sotomayor. Sotomayor. Yeah. Argued that the U.S. Constitution necessitates laws protecting minorities in light of the country's history of racial oppression. Yeah. Yeah. She was, she was, 
fairly adamant. Right. She actually read it from the bench, which is very unusual in, yeah. in the dissent opinion. Yeah, she definitely. actually read it from the bench. It's, um, it means that she was extra, extra adamant. She was extra judicial. I can't say it. Extra judicial. Yeah. Also in uh, Supreme Court news, yeah. the U.S. Supreme Court. That's yeah. funny that they would be in U.S. Supreme Court news. Hmm. The U.S. Supreme Court upheld the Environmental Protection Agency's effort to reduce emissions of dangerous chemicals from power plants How nationwide. How did that happen? Yeah. The EPA cross-state air pollution rule sharply limits emissions of sulfur dioxide and nitrogen oxide at plants in 28 states. The EPA has estimated the rules could save up to 34,000 lives per year and result in tens of billions of dollars in health Don't benefits. you find that amazing that they can actually deduce from scientific data yeah. how many people die as a result of pollution, air pollution. Isn't that amazing? I mean, and the fact that they're just well, We cutting. don't know that they do. These are... Well, I mean, you know, there's are... actuary tables. There's all kinds of data that goes into this. It's not like they just pull a number out. They, there is a quantifiable amount of people that are dying from all kind of respiratory diseases yeah, exactly. that you know are related to air yeah. pollution. So... I, I, the fact that, uh, well, 38, 40, two, you know, 2,000, ah, what's, you know, it just seems cavalier, in my opinion. What's cavalier? The idea that if we cut back this much, only this many people will die. If we cut back a little more, only this Well, it's what they need people. to say in order to convince people. All right. And just, you know, people don't need, don't like to hear it's bad for you. Yeah. And they go, yeah, it's not bad for me. They have to hear If they hear 34,000 people yeah. will die or whatever it was, yeah. A federal judge struck down Wisconsin's voter identification Good. law, saying it targets the poor and people of color instead of colored people, people of color. <laughs> you know, yes. I, that's that's the distinction <laughs> that I always <laughs> like to make. People of color. We're all people of some color, let's yeah, be honest. and we're all colored people. <laughs> that's what but I guess I mean, yeah. The but. law requires all voters to present photo ID at the polls, a provision that would exclude anyone without a birth certificate in a ruling District Judge Lynn Adelman said the law mitigates the effects of past or present discrimination. Yeah. I see. I like what you just did, Nathan. What I did? You started out with a bad story about the Supreme Court yeah. and, and their failure to uphold, you yeah, know, the right. racial <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, affirmative action. And then you and then you went right to two good stories in a row. Yeah. I feel good about that. I'm feeling good now. Yeah. 949-824-5824. Call us. Well, and give us money. No, no just call us. Well, no. I mean, at yeah. this point, I'll just take a, take a good <laughs> take call. A call. Yeah, yeah right. with that thing, right. yell at me if they want. Okay. A train carrying crude oil derailed in Virginia, forcing the evacuation of hundreds of residents and spilling into the James River. This is a bad story now. Mm. The company CSX. I don't know if I'd even trust a company named CSX. Mm -hmm. If I saw a company named CSX moving next door to me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, the X is kind of the, that's yeah. the thing that makes you well, nervous, right? Says, it says that 15 tankers, exactly, broke free of the train near Lynchburg with at least three catching fire. The oil spilled for hours into the James River, which is the capital, Richmond's main water supply. It was the second oil train accident for CSX this year and the sixth overall in North America since the derailment that killed 47 people in Quebec. Last July, that is one of the largest, if not the largest, railroad uh, um, company in the in the country. That is a big one, CSX. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now it's time for capital punishment in the news. Ooh. Yeah. Wow, that's this is a big one yeah. to me. Oklahoma Governor Mary Fallon <sighs> has ordered a review of the state's execution procedures following the botched lethal injection that induced a prisoner's fatal heart attack. Oh. The prisoner Clayton Lockett 
had initially won a stay for challenging the secrecy surrounding the untested execution drugs. Yep. But Fallon overruled Oklahoma's Supreme Court last week and ordered the execution to proceed. On Wednesday, Fallon defended the death penalty and appointed a cabinet member to conduct the review. If you want to you want to dive into the story a little bit, you you should check out uh, the story on the timeline, you know, the how this happened. It is fascinating and the fact that for 10 minutes, 10 12 minutes, this guy was behind a curtain. The timeline of his death. It, his, his actual death when they when the state says he actually died because they injected him. He uh, they, the first drug is supposed to knock you out, the second is supposed to paralyze you and the third is what stops your heart. That yeah. was the protocol. Apparently, they injected the first one. He didn't pass out. At some point during the procedure, he was writhing in pain, talking, mumbling, and then they pulled the plug. They pulled all the stuff out of them, and then for about 12 minutes behind curtains, he apparently died. How did he die? We don't know. There, there's this kind of un, sort of he was dying. Did the drug, was there enough drugs in him to eventually kill him? We don't know. It's a really fascinating and un- unanswered question as to what actually killed him. And I think we should go back to beheadings. Well, that would be sure and swift, yeah. would it not? Yeah, I, well, although I've heard, yeah. and during the French Revolution, that they what would they would take the head, they would it show around. it to the body. They, yeah. they would show you what had happened. Yeah. yeah, and your brain was alive for a couple of seconds to see cool. your severed body. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, but I doubt if he'd feel anything. Yeah, no, I'm sure at yeah. that point it doesn't matter. Yeah, but. Yeah. All right. That's a big one. That's a big one. That's Ohio scary. Governor John Kasich has commuted the death sentence of a convicted killer one month before his scheduled execution. Arthur Tyler has spent nearly three decades on death row for the 1983 for a 1983 murder. The prosecutors and a state parole board recommended clemency over evidence pointing to a co-defendant in the case. Like in Oklahoma, Ohio is faced has faced problems with its lethal injection execution drugs an execution in january lasted more than 30 minutes and saw the prisoner gasping for air why can't we just give him some morphine well a lot of morphine apparently would right would that do it yeah exactly the, i don't understand why i mean well the problem yeah. this all this all this whole thing arose because the ju- drug manufacturer i believe a european based company yeah. just stopped making the drug yeah. that that was they were being that was being used to kill uh, people death row prisoners yeah. and they stopped making it so now they're scrambling to try and figure out the right um, drugs that will do this where the, yeah. in the states where they use lethal injection so yeah. by the way one other death penalty story yeah. a, a new study uh, says about one in 25 people sentenced to death in the United States is innocent the National Academy of Sciences has looked at the data over the last three decades according to the study 340 people were wrongly sentenced to die more than double the number of death row prisoners exonerated over that same period of time just throwing that in the mix <sighs> well you know you and I agree I think Okay. That the state shouldn't be involved in executions. I, I agree. Yeah. As a libertarian, this is my libertarian perspective. For those of you out there libertarians, I do not believe in empowering the state to kill me. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. They can they can put you in prison forever. Yeah, they can do that. Yeah. Uh, if I did something wrong, but I do not believe in giving the state the power to kill me. Thank you. Uh, forecasters and fire agencies have tossed aside their normal fire calendar mid-May to mid-October and now prepare for what some call a new normal of greatly extended 
fire season. Mm, yes. They are hiring extra staff and issuing more warnings. Some local officials have warned that fire season in some parts of California has basically become a year-round phenomenon. Mm-hmm. The National Weather Service has been issuing an unprecedented number of fire forecasts and alerts in the thick of the usually wet season. Months earlier than normal. Yeah. In forecast offices, its forecast offices have kicked into fire season mode well ahead of schedule. And uh, here we are in the middle of one with uh, Santa Ana's and We had a big waves. fire in Santa, San Bernardino County the last couple of days. Yeah. Jerry Brown, uh, Jerry Brown is uh, declaring the entire state of uh, California in a drought for the first time in 15 years. More than 75 percent of the state is an extreme drought. Governor Brown urged residents to curb their usage of water, in, including uh, refusing glasses of water at restaurants, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We are playing Russian roulette with our environment, according to uh, Governor Brown. Refusing glasses of water? Yeah, refusing. Glasses of water in restaurants, unless you're going to drink it. I mean, well, they're not refusing it; they're just not bringing water to well, the table. No, I'm saying they're, she, he's it. urging people to say no to a glass of water if they don't, if they're not going to drink it. But you're right; restaurants are not bringing water out automatically. It's an odd way to put it, Jerry. I, that's what it says right here in my story. So, uh, so anyway, well. In Hawaii, Democratic Governor Neil Abercrombie signed a $10 and 10 cent minimum wage into law. That's a good thing. Yeah. Five former members of the Jills. But what did the uh, Republican Senate do? They they blocked any attempt to raise the minimum wage above the seven twenty five an hour it currently is. Yeah, yeah. So well, they're, they're idiots. Yeah, they, what are you going to do? Yeah, okay. Five former members of the Jills, the cheerleading squad for the National Football League's Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. Filed suit against the team alleging that they were forced to perform as many as 20 hours of unpaid work a week and do jumping jacks while coaches administered a jiggle test. Get out. Yeah. You're, you, you, you made that last part up. No. You didn't. No. That, I were. think you. Okay. No, they did. They made them jump up and down to see how, how the, things they jiggled. held in place. Really? Yeah. yeah. That hardly seems sexist at all. No, no not to me. Just, yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't imagine that they did that with I, the male cheerleaders, if you know what I'm saying. I've, I've done See it plenty of See what kind of jiggle times. they get out of them. What? Look, I'll do a jiggle test right now if you might. <laughs> Don't. You want? No, I do not want you because I know, I know. I know something would jiggle. I know you're not wearing underwear, so there yeah. you go. So, no. The jello is jiggling. Yeah. <laughs> the Father's Day Mother's Day Council. You know the Father's Day Mother's Day Council. Yeah. Named New Jersey Governor Chris Christie of the... The U.S. Father of the Year. Oh, get out. No. Father of the true. Year. It's true. Really? Yeah, right after the jiggle test, I'm hitting <laughs> Chris Christie. He would win that jiggle yeah, test. He yeah, he would win every yeah. time. Go ahead. The, their initial reaction, said Christie of his children, when they found out about oh this, God. was to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> his, his, they hit the The floor. initial reaction was, our dad? <laughs> yeah. That dad, Chris Christie? That, yeah. no, I'm just, okay, well, good yeah, for them. Yeah. They're proud of their dad. Good for yeah. them. Good for them. Oh, uh, yeah. And a uh, Houston middle school teacher was charged with a felony after performing a lap dance for a student on his 15th birthday. Okay. Bail was set at $30,000. Yeah, that's funny, Molly. That is funny. That apparently went on. And that's you know, cr- what? So the, it's, a stu- it's another student that did the lap? Is that what I No, no, the teacher. The teacher. The teacher did a lap dance what in for the his world? 15th birthday. What was... Okay. I, I really She's reaching out to her class. Come I understand. On. She's really trying to engage the, yeah. the, the students. I, no, I just, what would you be thinking when you were doing that? 
Like this is going to go well. This is there's no going to you know. That's cr- oh, apparently well. she has a I think you know a, a close relationship uh, to her class. I, I, I don't know I what mean, to tell you. Thirty thousand dollar bails for stupidity. Uh, and finally. And finally. Yes. And finally. And finally. Nine four nine eight two four five eight two four. And finally, Oscar Meyer. You know Oscar Meyer. I do. Oscar Meyer. They had the Wiener Mobile. I I spent a lot of time trying to track down the Wiener Mobile when I was a young boy. I well, looked we for found that. The Wiener Mobile. Yeah. yeah we had it time. out here too, didn't we? Yeah. Well, I'm, look at Sheldon. Don't give me that look. I know what you're. The yeah. I was looking for the Wiener. I was trying to sit inside the Wiener Mobile at one point, and the two drivers, uh, they probably got requests all the time. They were just giving yeah. me a dirty look. Yeah, I bet they were. Yeah. <laughs> Get yeah. to keep your hands off our wienermobiles. That's probably what, with yeah, the well, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what it is. They yeah, were really, really yeah. aloof. Yeah, there, Oscar Mayer. Anyway, yes. And finally, Oscar do you remember the little guy that played Oscar yeah, Mayer? Oscar of, Mayer uh, yeah. You remember him? Yeah. The guy with that big, oh, the big yeah. chef's hat. You know, I never trusted him. He always seemed a little bit shady to me. <laughs> did yeah. they? Did they actually on purpose get he, a he smaller like he person? Was actually, a kind of a, he had wiener kind of skin. You know, that was stretched really he, tight. Yeah, he, like he was like they just stuffed the meat. He was encased in skin, not actual skin. Uh, you know, I think if you took that little Wienermobile hat off of him, there'd be a, one of those little, little twist little ties twist at the top. <laughs> the top. Did it the... seem like they got a smaller person to be Oscar Mayer to make the Wienermobile look bigger? I'm well, that, sure that's that what they... Perspective no, I think I, that's what they did. I just thought, you know, th- because they I, thought they would bring somebody into a, a, a little person, as they call them, yeah. because they're freakish. Well... I they are, and I'm not, I'm not. I don't mean that offensively. Yeah, no, it's just, I, it's you're different. freakish, but yeah. you're freakish in a different yeah, well, way. Thank you. you. Know, thank I'm you. freakish. Thank you. Sheldon, who just walked in, yeah. he's freakish. He's freakish for yeah. sure. That yeah, yeah. yeah. They could have Sheldon do it, yeah. but they thought they but would the, go but with the a little one, person. But the wiener, it's cute. It's Munchkin land. They had Sheldon do it. The wiener wouldn't look as big. You I think that's what it was? I think that's what they did. Yeah, okay. I think they were doing that for that reason. And finally, Oscar Mayer recalled ninety-six thousand pounds of classic wieners. Oh my God! After a customer called to complain that they contained cheese. Oh. Mm.